Welcome to the Voice of the Force Temple Archives. This week is The Princess and the Scoundrel. My name is Noma, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Dan. Hey. How's it going? Good. I got to replace my uh, girlfriend's tire today. That was fun. Flat tires. <laughs> Fantastic. Good times. I thought I you almost said tire, and I was like, I'm thinking Brian's <laughs> already. I'm so what? I, I almost, I almost didn't get uh, the audiobook done in time. I was literally like 15 minutes from the end, and I had to do that. So yeah, no, that's fine. I, it's all I good. finished it three minutes before we recorded. Nice. So I finished good. it 20 minutes after we started. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and as always, my other co-host Ed. Yeah, I'm not gonna sing to you, but what's up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not too much. How have you been? Honestly, good up until last night. I think I had some bad food. I don't know what it Ooh. was, but I've been back and forth and back and forth. So this <laughs> this uh, this recording is gonna be a lot of fun. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. At an edge of excitement. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've been very regular. <laughs> Listeners, we are sorry for the info. I'm no, not. It's too late. I'm you know what you signed up for. Everything with all you, you know what this is. <laughs> So, as we said at the top, this week we are doing a new book, which is The Princess and the Scoundrel. Uh, before we get into this fully, uh, Ed's going to tell you what Temple Archives is all about. Here on Temple Archives, we go over Star Wars canon, and we also go over Star Wars... God, I, Legends. I'd love to say Extended <laughs> Universe. You know how right. I feel about that, but that's neither here nor there. What we do, we take these stories from either either case and we summarize them for you. So we do a little shot by shot. Here's not shot by shot, but a really, really, really condensed summary of the story and what happened. How that it wasn't to... always the case. We not used always. to do like 35, 40 minute synopsis of the entire story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <And sorry>. so <laughs> just for your listening benefit that and was... not taking up three to four hours of your day. But we tell you how it relates to other Legends material, other canon material, how it relates to both, what might transpire from those, where it fits in the timeline. And then we have a little discussion about it. Those will just be mostly about our opinions about the piece of literature, media, whatever we come across, and how we feel about it, how it relates to us, how it relates to other things that we know of. We've got a lot of EU history in this podcast and we want more for the future, and we want to see if we can tie anything over, anything that these books have. So we really, really just want to stress that these are our own opinions. And if you have opinions of your own, which I'm sure you do, there's a bunch of ways to let us know because you either might have the same ones we do, you might have very different ones than we do, and you might just have something that's just so out there that it would be amazing to hear. And if you do want to get in contact with us, feel free. There's tons of ways you can do that. Dan's going to list off a whole bunch of ways that you can do so. Yeah, if you'd like to let me know how to change a tire faster, you can let us know at voiceoftheforce.com. See, again, Ed's right. When I hear you say that really fast, it sounds like a tire, not a tire. Thank you. <laughs> you want to know how to strip real fast. You got to listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, Voice of the Turn it on and your clothes will just magically disappear. Oh, boy. Voice of the no, Force. No, 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 no. It's only... Only people who deserve to see it can see it. It's like the Emperor's New Clothes. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, you can contact us and, and another, find our information no. over at voiceoftheforce.com. That's voiceoftheforce.com. You can find all of our episode posts there. You can find our shop on there as well, um, as well as a Contact Us page and an About Us page. So if you want to look on that, you can see that. All the episode art that I do is all on there as well. 
And uh, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's mediocre, and sometimes it's just absolute trash. Um, <laughs> find our email address at connect at voiceoftheforce.com. That's a new email address that we have. Connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T, at voiceoftheforce.com. You can send us an email and let us know what you thought of this book, other books, or any of the discussion episodes that we do. You can also find us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at voiceforcepod. That's at V-O-I-C-E-F-O-R-C-E-P-O-D. If you retweet or repost our new episode tweets, it does help with spreading the word about the podcast and help grow the listener base and bring more voices into the podcast. If you also listen, rate, review, follow, or subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms, you can review us with five stars and a comment, and it does help with people finding the podcast as well on those platforms. If you follow or subscribe for free on those podcast platforms of your choice, you'll get the latest episode downloaded to your device as soon as it releases. So on your way to work in the morning or while you're doing the chores around the house or while you're going shopping or changing a tire, you can listen to the podcast already downloaded your device. You don't have to stream it and waste your data. And that is how you can contact us. Now, let's get into our advertisement from our sponsorship from yes, Audible. Yes, why not? Shill, shill harder. Uh, yeah, so as, you know, we've done a couple of times before, uh, we, we all listen to this book on Audible. And, you know, look, we've done some real long, real in-depth commercials before. You've heard this. You all know what Audible is. So I'm not going to do that this well, time. How about the person that doesn't know what Audible is, Noma? I what about don't, the don't, What about the common man? Don't don't say that like we set this up. This is all coming off the cuff. <laughs> but yeah, so in case you don't know what Audible is, I mean it's mostly known for its Audible books. Uh, sorry, audio books. But it's not just audio books, right? They've got podcasts, they've got guided wellness programs, theatrical performances, A-list comedies, exclusive Audible originals like Nameless, which uh, you know Ed was talking about last time, as opposed to some of the other hidden gems that are there. Uh, one thing I just want to touch on, because it happens a little bit at the end of this book, and I wish it had been the whole book, but we'll talk about that later, is you can have, you know, multiple voice actors who are reading this book to you. And if you get something like at the end here, where we're getting, you know, the actors who voiced Leia and the actor who voiced Han kind of going at the same time, so they're doing each other's lines, th that's a level of immersion that I just love. And we get those with audio I dramas. Yeah, I was yes, about to say, yeah. like, uh, one of my favorite books that I have on Audible, it's only an hour long, it's called Hunger. I, I think I've mentioned it before. It's a it's a Warhammer 40k uh, audio drama. I think you've only mentioned like said, it like 20 times before. Yes, And it needs to be mentioned 20 times yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. I mean, I could sit here and talk about how much I love the Flesh Terrors. Is that the one very, you, very you shared with me? Name. Yeah, yes, a little bit. Okay. I do I do want both of you to listen to the full thing eventually. Yes. But, like, that is the whole package. Oh, 100%. Uh, but that's the whole package. You got like six voice actors. You've got sound effects. You've got the whole. De it really music. all they were missing. Yeah, music. All you you were missing there is like images, right? That's what. And this then you basically have a movie. Yeah, exactly. And they do an amazing job with it. And there are so many little hidden gems like that. Any audio dramas that you listen to, there's so much quality. But it's it's really a surprising amount of quality put into it. And yeah, I mean, honestly. There's a lot of monthly subscription things that I have, you know, that I subscribe to. Audible is one of the few that I've never had any problems with. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and I usually don't feel bad about spending the like twelve bucks I think it is per month Canadian. Obviously, yeah. I think in America it's uh, like nine ninety nine. I think must be. something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, but then I'm getting to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to help immerse the, the the listener in this in this advertisement. You are listening. <laughs> You're just taking them out of what they're listening to. You've broken the immersion. Yeah. <laughs> This is we stand here amongst my accomplishments. No, but this is now an, this is now an audio drama. This is an audio drama. Sound effects are going to be put in oh, here. Oh, Music. yeah, it's just more immersive realism. So, if you are interested <laughs> in learning why we squabble so much about this, honestly, you know, great program. Uh, you can try it out for yourself by going to www.audibletrial.com/voiceforcepod. That'll get you the free it's basically like a one month subscription but you get that free token and use that on whatever you like if you're an amazon prime member you get two tokens instead and uh yeah other than that like i said it's about 12.99 for me per month uh there's a ton of books i there warhammer loves releasing way too many books so i always have something to listen to star wars does the same thing so i'm oh, yeah. kept very busy but uh yeah if you are interested in audible great way to try it out uh, so, thank you for listening to our ad, and as always, remember to listen to the outro to find out what we'll be covering on the next episode of Temple Archives. Without any further ado, let's get into the cover. <laughs> Cut it out! So, the cover for The Princess and the Scoundrel, I'm just going to say this up front because you've heard me harp about it so much. This is like my the main thing I always go over now. Every book title. There is some beautiful color contrast in this Holy shot. Shit, is there I like it a lot. We've got this really nice kind of cream, orange, really soft pastel hues at the top. Uh, pastel hues amongst everything. Um, but we've got Leia and Han kind of showing something that might be happening in this book with a ship that might be important in this book or maybe take up the entire thing. Uh, then we've also got below that the other two planets that were definitely maybe possibly visiting, which is Endor and the planet that was so important. I can't remember the name anymore. Uh, I think it started with an L. It started with but... an M, I think. Oh, yeah, the system. It is um, Mardu's. Mar yeah, why? How did I forget it? Mardu's from the Lenguin system. There you go. Um, but yeah, honestly, it's really nice. I really it like this to me, this title really also screams 70s, 80s. It's that kind of pastel uh, kind of color template that they used a lot during that time. Really harkens back to the kind of a similar palette to the Empire Strikes Back posters. Uh, that kind of they're going for realism, but they want you to know it's like a fantasy art piece, that kind of pastel color. So it's really, really nice, honestly. Um, and like I said, color contrast, great. We've got Han's dark jacket and Leia's kind of blue, teal-y, seafoam-y, no, it's more teal than seafoam, kind of dress. Really, really good contrast standing out with the orange kind of creamsicle background and also kind of blending in, but still popping with the blues and the greens of Endor and uh, Mardu's. The only uh, critique I'd have, but I can very easily let it go because it's it's it wouldn't blend in as nicely is Endor is very blue, very, very blue. Like I don't think I've ever seen it that blue before, but it's because you're trying to make sure that it and Mardu's kind of, uh, are the same lower background image. So yeah. I, I honestly can't really uh, be annoyed about it. Cause it makes sense. Uh, but yeah, that's my art take as always. Yeah. Anything from you guys? 
Um, one thing that I wanted to say, or a couple of things I wanted to say, is I love the pastelis, like pastelli kind of color scheme they have, and like the mm. the complementary colors of like the yellowish orange and the bluish kind of colors. Mm. Um, the one thing that stood out to me immediately when seeing this was this looks almost identical to how they used to do Star Wars Legends books. If you look at like any of the books from like Han Solo, I can't remember what they're mm. called exactly. They're but called. Just, mm. Like it's like uh, ambush at Corellia. Um, you know, uh, I'm just trying to see if I can find any others here. Um, yeah, it, Shadows it's, of it's the kind Empire, of a, like those original yeah, yeah. covers where they're splinter of the mind's eye. Yeah, yeah. like original, like almost <laughs> Champions of the Force, Dark Apprentice, all those where it has like yeah. the realistic but like pastelly, cartoony look to them. I wore the bounty hunters. Rebel. Yeah. On <laughs> there you go. But yeah, it has there that look go. to it, right? Paradise Star. I could. There you go. That's good. I'm glad because I just have all. Of them. Oh, you have the audiobooks? <laughs> I, I, no, no. These oh. are like these are the ones I fully E-books. wanted to read just to remind oh. them. Like I've got the whole solo. Nice. Stuff. Yeah, nice. but it, it looks like that where it has that that legends like cover because mm-hmm. we get a lot of the time now like everything is not like stylized. It's just like mm-hmm. almost yeah. photo like yeah, yeah and you, you get that or it's like fully cartoon nothing really in mm. between all the time yeah um, you're right this is very nostalgic because like you said those covers were trying to evoke the original poster feels exactly and this is this is like pottery it rhymes <laughs> yeah it ex- won't focus it won't i know what you're talking focus. about though <laughs> um but the one thing i would say too is like the the color on the bottom kind of like swoops your eye around and then mm. like han and leia not being fully centered like han is but leia's not it kind of sits yeah. your eye up, over, and then to where the Halcyon Legacy is. So your it's, eye kind of like does a circular motion on this poster. Yeah, that yeah. and that and that's also why the uh, area b- right behind them is so bright because then yeah. it really draws your eye to the brightest part, and then from there your eye wanders around. So Plus, yeah, it does a really good job. Brightest versus darkest, like the brown hair with the bright background. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It pops even more. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this book Ed, was written have, by. Oops, sorry. Ed, do you have anything to say about this cover? Yeah, you guys got most of it really. I I actually found it kind of boring almost. No, <laughs> like there's no other way to spin that for me where it's just like, no, nah, I saw it and I was just like, cool, Han and Leia, I'm excited for that. Don't mm. care about the cover, let's go kind of thing. Like that's, <laughs> that's more it's not of a what cover I guy. All I it, saw was Princess and Scoundrel, Han yeah, and Leia. Great, go, go. I'm in. Han yeah. <laughs> Nothing else is needed. Well, it's the same thing with the Obi-Wan book, right? Padawans, where it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't want a character. Okay. I don't want to read them. I don't care what else is back there. So I get that. Um, but yeah, so Princess and the Scoundrel was written by Beth Revis. I think this is the first yes. book we've read from her. I think so, yeah. Um, the cover artist is Oliver Cuthbertson, and the narrators are Mark Thompson and Saskia Marleveld. If I've mispronounced anybody's names, I apologize for that. Um, so yeah, with that being said, let's get into our synopsis. As always, spoiler warning right here. You know, I'm going to do a real quick synopsis. This is a real, real quick synopsis. Um, and then we're going to dive straight into the discussion. But if you do want to read this book, I'd recommend stopping here and going to read Princess and Scoundrel if you don't want to be spoiled on any of this uh, steamy Han and Leia action. Um, seriously, we'll get into that later. But um, yeah, from here on out, Expect spoilers. This is the last spoiler warning. Let's get into it. Well, looks like I'm stuck here. Trouble is, I don't know where here is. Maybe you can help me. 
So the synopsis of this book is quite literally the first half of this book is Han and Leia get married on Endor and then go for on their honeymoon on a Chandrillan luxury liner. That is the entire first half of this book. First three quarters, I would say. Yeah. The last part is they... So there's a whole thing where basically like Han's like, I'm going to be blunt. You know, we swear on this. We're very adult. Han's entire perspective on the honeymoon is I want to bone. And Leia's is, is I want to be a diplomat. Yeah. He just, he just wants to be with her. Like, yeah, not necessarily, exactly, yeah. Just yeah, not that, necessarily that. Like, he wants but to yeah. have time with he wants her to and have her a, Yeah. But, but they also make... They also make so many implications of like, well, you know, yeah, you don't yeah. have if you get out of bed, you don't have to wear clothes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, you guys is you Let's can go somewhere easy. where you don't have to ever leave the Falcon. Like, nah, you, know. you know what? I was first. <laughs> I'd say the same. I say the same <laughs> things now. <laughs> hey, no, I'm not. Fair, it's fair. I, I get. I get where they're coming from. Like, but Leia is very much sorry. Yeah, because you're right. Like it, they do. It does feel like they're just like, <laughs> it's like you're too happy. Yeah. Stop it, kind of. Yeah, thing. no, yeah. They, they are really just smashing over the head with like, haha, and then the and then the then the lights turn black and they woke up the next morning. I'm glad like, that that's what they did, and they didn't dive into it. Like, they no, did yeah, that would have been that would have been so. Crazy. I just feel like yeah, with well, the main with the main characters, I feel like it's a little yeah, too far yeah. into the personal life. But yeah, because in Lost Stars, it wasn't too bad. But right, this would have been real weird. Yeah, the yeah. thing about it, I think that what Beth Reed was trying to go for. It's just like, and she's alluded to it in that first part of it. I know it was boring and it dragged on, but it was just mm. like, they talked about fighting for so long and there yeah. was no time for anything else. Five years. Now that there's just longer. like, the fighting might be done. What? And it's just like, oh my God. Yeah. Relax. I could do normal things. And they can, they've kind of taken that almost to an extreme because you're doing normal things right away and you've jumped into a honeymoon right away. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to think of anything else besides fighting. So, like, I gave them the benefit for that. Because as we get later on into the book, you realize it's just switch right back. And it's like, oh, all that's just gone. Like, and that for the first for the first three quarters of that book, that is the main kind of conflict is that Leia just cannot turn off the politician mode and just fighter. Yeah. Yeah, and just keeps getting pulled into all these things. And Han's like, holy shit, I just want to spend time with you. For God's sake, we're on a honeymoon. Stop just doing press recordings or press releases. And yeah, he, he really uh, all these things. It's annoyed and, with it. it. Yeah, and there's a lot of conflict and fighting. And then so eventually uh, Leia kind of convinces the, the liner to make a stop by uh, this ice planet on face value to be like, oh, it'd be prettier and less dangerous than this asteroid shower you want to go through. But actually because she wants to try and bring this planet into the alliance and then that causes a lot of conflict as well they go down to the planet it turns out the empire is still there it's a story we've seen a couple of times in yeah. these books now it's like oh the empire is still doing things and they're gonna be evil and blow up the planet and so they do some stuff and we we get a returning character who is in a comic and a book uh officer alicia beck um there's there's some stuff there it doesn't like it doesn't really matter nothing really happens and then there's an annoying character who turns out to be like a technician and he saves the planet by stabilizing the core that the empire was mining using technology that he was creating yeah yeah tractor beam technology to stabilize the core which is like it it, it's it's just a a faster version of of one of the swotor expansions basically oh yeah and i think Uh, yeah that's immediately what i thought yeah, Zyos, oh, no, hard, hard cartel. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Zios goes to is, hell. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it, it's, just, it's just a different version of that. Over, like overall, you are mostly reading this story for the character interactions, because oh, yeah. um, it is very, very, very much in Han and Leia's 
uh, perspectives. And we get some interesting perspectives. We get some, a lot of things that were kind of built up and never really put in book form kind of being uh, laid out there for us, like Leia's yeah, like that. intense hatred for Vader, which I think is incredibly justified. Yeah. Um, and then showing some of that stuff, like that is the one thing that she and Luke can't agree on, right? Is, you know, tell your sister you were right. And Leia's like, I don't care when Luke tells her. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Everybody well, just I, goes right back to episode four and that droid just started. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, come on. I, I was good in the end, daughter. Okay, you still tortured me. Yeah, but I got good. to be a force ghost. Yes. Oh, oh like, good. Man. No, don't give a shit. That wasn't yeah. good. But I am, though. You know, if yeah, maybe so... you tried not to scream a little bit more. <laughs> I mean, if you just tell me the answer, I don't have to do this. Uh, oh, God. But yeah, so it, it's it's a relatively short book it's yeah. uh it's only seven hours on audible um uh, wait no no no, no, no. it was seven hours you, for you you listen to it, it was... on three times speed you crazy <laughs> motherfucker no 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 it was three and a half hours for me <laughs> holy shit because i listened to it in 3.5 times oh speed my god i realized i realized that because i realized at a certain point nothing happens in this book and no, not but you know let's be what? honest it's, it's not a bad thing right because this is a slow book yeah and if they if there had been like and then they fought the Death Star 3.0. No, I'd have been like, fuck this. This is stupid. Yeah. Um, having it be a very minor dispute made it better, but it is so slow. And it even is. at 3.5 times speed, I was able to get everything. Wait, now 3.5? I thought you said 3.0. He did so, 3.5. So I, start, I started at 3, and then I went up to 3.2, and then I finished at 3.5. My days. <laughs> Listen, I listened to at, it maximum at 2.4. Yeah, at 1.0... They they're clear, they're concise, but that's if you want to fall asleep because they're just reading it. They just mm. like almost acting it out for you yeah. at two times the speed. It's like if you had a book in front of you, you may not realize it, but you're probably reading at two, almost three times mm. the speed of somebody ah. saying it out if loud. You're, yeah, if you're an avid reader, if, if if you're just reading and you're reading in your head and you're flipping, you'll flip pages before you know it. Like I consider mm. that two at least. Three is if you really trying to finish the book because you have an exam yeah. you're studying for, <laughs> or a podcast to record, no, or a podcast to record because holy shit, that and at and two, you wanna... I didn't even go over two point I was just like, this is yeah. fine. Like this is seven hours now. Yeah, that's totally fine. And I, I did I it at one point two for the first it. three quarters, and then as it was coming to yesterday and the day after, I went to two times speed. Because it's still, today. it's still understandable, it which is. is the best part. Hey, I, I understood it fine. You're <laughs> I crazy. You, which is the scariest. Yeah, you're an absolute <laughs> and, and monster. Do you want to know what made it even worse, technically? Was that? Is I was playing Final Fantasy XIV the entire time. Wow. So yeah, and, you know the worst and part? And reading text in the game. Yeah, I was wow. just, the worst part is you're not even gathering, you're not even crafting. That's what yeah. I do. That's what yeah. I do, and it helps me. I was running. On the I was running raids, raids and dungeons and shit. <laughs> insane. Yeah, so I'm just like, yeah, they're still on the planet. Yeah, they're talking about the ice fishing. Okay, well, all right. Well, now they've moved on to this other thing, and oh, I guess there's a plot of foot as I'm doing my rotations. Nah, um, I love it. I'm just like, just, yeah. just, ting, 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 ting. So going back to going back to the book, so, though, yeah. Yes, because yeah. I was gonna say part of the reason I was listening so quickly was because there was just this this nagging annoyance for me the entire way through the book mm. and it was very it was it would made me very frustrated reading the book because it, it was like twisting a knife in my heart okay. and that's that this is the first book i've read i think in the disney lineup that i really really wish was extended universe 
okay. I wish this had come out and was now a Legends book because yeah. the whole time they do a good, good job in showing that Han and Leia might not always get along, yeah. but they really care for each other and they yeah. love each other. And yet I'm listening to this book and there's this giant flashing light going off like Episode every seven. scene. Yeah. Yeah. This marriage doesn't or, last. Well, not seven. What is well, it? Nine. No, no, it does. No, the marriage isn't seven. That, marriage lasts. It's no, just that they, they go... get divorced. No, they don't. They, they split apart. They were separated. Seven. No, maybe, they didn't. But... They, yeah. they, they didn't. They they went and did their own things, but they were still married. Were they? Yeah. Yeah. It, it really didn't. No, seem yeah. didn't, it, They went their it own didn't ways. Feel that way. Their yeah. reunion in seven was so cold. It's yeah. because of what happened with Ben Solo, with like ben, him going to yeah. the dark side and killing everybody. Like they oh, felt okay. responsible it, for that too, right? And that's, that's where the they're case, like, "Well, we fucked up." And we oh, gotta go okay. do stuff that we know how to do to get I, our mind off I'm just off gonna it. say, if that's the case, did not come across that really? way at all. Shit. I assumed as soon as they they were from how they talked to each about yeah. each other, and when they met up, I assumed that they divorced. Interesting. Also, just Could've because direction. This book would have fit, Maybe. like Noam was saying as well, because they're talking about like you know lots. She can see like lots of kids and all that yeah. stuff running around because she wants happiness. Yeah. Which were the twins and Anakin. Yep. yep. And who do we get? Anakin Solo. Ben. No, I'm yeah. talking about kids. If you don't know yeah. by now, I'm not going into yeah, exactly. it. <laughs> the one thing I'd say though is uh when are we done to the, the we're not done describing. No, we're, we're done the we're okay. done the, we basically on over. One thing I would say yeah. with, with the relationship between them is near the beginning, it was like Han was saying, like, I just want to be with you and I don't want to like be apart. And I'm like, well that goes against episode seven, but then it goes into say, you know, like Leia is that politician and she will have to become that more. And mm. I am always the, like, not the smuggler, but, like, the scoundrel, right? And, like, yeah. I can't just be her, like, like consort. Yeah, attache kind yeah. of thing. So, he know like, they knew that it, their marriage was going to be solid and that they would be there. And we get that a little bit in Aftermath as we, like, read those books, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, yeah. Like, there's, there's separation, yeah. though, because Aftermath clearly is going towards seven. Whereas this but feels in, like in aftermath they have in aftermath they have Ben Solo and they are together still, and he's yeah, a little kid. He hasn't murdered yeah, anybody. yeah, he's a little kid. But that's he's what I mean, though. Baby. So we get we get to see the life between, like you know, them now, you know, realizing that that will possibly like that will probably be the possibility of them doing their own things, but still being mm. together. Um, yeah. But again, it, it, I I felt the same with you, Noma. Where it was like it was a little weird disconnect a bit. But yeah. it was understandable because of the way that both characters are. Like, they don't always get along. And they have different ways of going about situations, as we see in this. Like, Han just goes fucking head first. And Leia's trying mm. to play the diplomat, right? And that's just, like, the, the two separate things, so. No, get ready to back me up here. Go for it. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm No, and I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong in the sense of Except that is the, No, that's the seven okay. outlook towards it. Because they mm. had to do it that way. What they are wrong about is that... They had three kids, and Han was still around. Yeah. All the craziness. Darth Cadus, yeah. all that yeah. other bullshit that, that happened. Anakin them. died. Yeah. And all that, and he was still around. Yeah. Chewbacca that, died. Yeah. Chewbacca got crushed by a fucking he moon. Through, yeah, yeah. He goes through a whole mental thing and gets a new partner, and he hates him and all that. He's still around. So yeah, this yeah. bullshit. This is all legend, One sorry, thing yeah. can happen like this. It's just like yeah. Luke... With that complete turnaround of oh, just yeah. a little bit of evil of him. God, exactly. Him. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. he's really bad. God, go away now. It's like both. All yeah. three of those characters are so strong that Seven was such a disservice to all of them just because they way, wanted yeah. to shoehorn their own Disney heroes yeah. and and just repeat Episode Four basically. Yeah. The one like, thing 
The one like, thing I would that's say that's what irks me the much yeah. the, so much is because they were already written so beautifully mm-hmm. and yeah. done that and shown that level of respect to then have this. It was just like yeah. no. Now everything that we have written, they have to like we know what came before, but we gotta put in these little yeah. things because we have. to I would do say that. though that this story is a good start to that marriage, and like it gives us a lot of stuff that we wouldn't oh, get yeah. in episode seven, eight, nine. But false hope. I, yeah, I would say false why, hope because it's it's a big part of their life, right? Like episode it, seven, eight, nine is a very small window of time. Significant window. Mm. I, I wouldn't say it's like that's the end of the story for those And it's not for just sure. seven, eight, and nine though because Ben has been away after killing that fucking whole group for a yeah. while now. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. they've been split for a while now because of that. Yeah. Luke's been in hiding for years because yeah. of that. So it's not just a small window of time. It's just like, almost half the marriage because he was already a padawan with luke at that maybe. point maybe right? like 10 years so maybe 10 maybe like that, that how old been... is ben let me find out because that would either old. either way like it it is this is the difference between 30 this years book old and um shadows of the sith right so at oh, okay, least yeah. 15 years right, right. so we're, yeah. we're yeah. looking you know again even if you like shadows of the sith the majority of people don't care about Ochi, right? Oh, so I, I looked it, at reviews, so can be, yeah. and 90% of them don't even mention Ochi. And he's like yeah, 90% yeah. of the book. Exactly. Yeah. So like that, whatever, right? Like you, you write about tertiary, tertiary villain is even too much for him. You write about people like that far down, nobody cares about. Yeah, fine. Keep in the sequel trilogy, whatever. It, yeah. it just adds to the pile of garbage. But <laughs> this book just feels like it's a, it's a bit of a letdown because you know, that all these nice moments and this you know relationship doesn't endure through one single tragedy what? as opposed to eu yeah. where it's the Multiple. whole yeah it's just tra- it's, it's just hardship after hardship after hardship but they but stay together the love endures the yeah. only one who makes it through that mind you is a strong female character in Jaina <laughs> solo who is part of rogue squad the right one, the one yeah. thing i would say though about this book is it made me appreciate han and leia's like marriage and like just being together a lot more than when I just know that, you know, episode seven, they're probably going to get married. And then episode, sorry, episode six, and then episode seven, they're not together. And now they're together. Like this Mm. really made me care more for that relationship. I find not, not having read any of the stuff from legends, except for them having the kids and reading the Mm -hmm. stories about the kids. Um, I, I personally, I say like this improved my canon vision of Han and Leia's relationship. So I'd like to then point out the time between episode six and seven is what then thirty years? Mm. Uh, no, because they don't less. have they don't have Ben for. Yeah, it's about twenty five thirty years, I would say. Yeah, married. For... So they do have a like you're not wrong because they do have a good man like 15, 15, 15 20 years of years being together. Give her there, and then it starts to go because of that. Like, mm. it's it's not not normal. They were they were extraordinary for surviving through all the other stuff in EU. Oh, for sure. I, I won't put them on a pedestal. Like that is extraordinary. Like, holy shit, you've been through that much. You're still wow. Mm. That is that you should deserve a wow at that. But this is just like, I don't hate it. Yeah. I understand yeah. because it's more normal than anything. Yeah, because it ruins a lot of marriages, but like, fuck. Because at the end of the day, we care about these characters, yes. right? 
And so, like, look, regardless of it's like, oh, but it does add to sequel. Oh, but barely it does. But they're in pain. They're in pain throughout the sequel trilogy and before mm. that. Yeah. Right. And if I'm going to compare that to the EU, where they're supporting each other and they're there for each other the entire time, that's a much more positive relationship for me than yeah. what sequels were. Right. So I'm obviously going to walk worse. If, yeah, if the better version exists somewhere, exactly. I'm not going to be like, well, this makes the worse version look think, better. No, it makes the better version even better. You're definitely giving it a compliment, I mean, I though, saying that. saying that like you wish this book was Legends because it would make very mm. much sense in Legends in what was done. Yeah. The one thing I would like not debate, but the one thing I would kind of change my perspective on on that is I don't think of this book as making it better for the sequel trilogy. I think it makes the original trilogy relationship between Han and Leia better in my yes. mind. That's how I look at it. It's like, I look at like sure. episodes five, four, five, that, six, Han and Leia, and I look at this book, and I'm like, this fits well with that, and it actually mm. enhances how I look at their relationship. And and that's because you're, you're and I, I don't- I'm trying to block out the sequel trilogy. No, no, no. It, yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's because you're trying to look at it without cor corporate or overlordship, right? Yeah, like, I mean- Which, is, we, which yeah. is a good way to look at Star Wars because it's not tainted by, you know- uh, big exact this big exact board decisions, right? Yeah. But I am seeing this as this book was released because they still want to drive up the popularity of the sequel trilogy because they're desperate to not admit that they made a mistake. Actually, do you know why this book was probably released? Why is that? Well, let's get into some spoiler discussion on some Easter eggs that are in this book. Oh god! So I'm gonna I'm gonna say in Easter egg wise, there is one thing okay. that I got a little bit annoyed with halfway through. Okay, which is. Because I, I don't think this is relevant to your thing. Sure. Um, so a lot of Star Wars books and projects, we saw this in Padawans, we kind of saw this in Brotherhood, but oh my god, it is on full display here. They name drop so yep. many <laughs> other characters from other Star Wars work. Yeah. Which, yep. is, which, you know, we like when we see it once or twice. There's like 30 name drops here. We, yeah, we That's get Akbar, we get Padme, we get... Uh, both Shara Bay and what's his name, Kest Dameron. We get a mention of Poe Dameron. We get uh, every single named Ewok who was I, at well, Endor is mentioned here. Of the book we get Arvel Crinid. We get a, we get Crix Maidine and Aaron Kraken. We also get because there were ones where it was like, okay, this is starting to get, and I'm already at that point. This is like the for beginning, and then the, we get like mentions of Boba Fett. Well, obviously, but then Obi Wan Kenobi, both of the Lars, right? Owen and Baru. We get a mention of Lola. We get uh, we get Lumperu. We get so it's just like bang, 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 and yep. the thing that and, and oh sorry, Kira Proxima, okay, right? Go. Um, so many like. Obviously, Sidious, Sidious Tarkin. The Jaffa. worst part was that it wasn't even Han mentioning Kira. It was freaking yeah. Leia it was Leia. Mentioning... But I mean, right. there, but the thing with that is that there's a comic series that we haven't read yet, the War of the Bounty Hunters, where they do meet. Yeah, and, and yeah, they're the trying stuff. to get him back. Yeah, I get. That. Which and and that's the thing. For some of the references, they are plot relevant, and I don't have a problem with that. Um. Like Mon Mothma's in this, and obviously she's yeah, gonna she have a sense. part in this. I right? did like her but, part in this for sure. Like her relationship yeah, and, with Leia was really good. And there are small things that Leia mentions, but like there's a lot of things that they talk about that aren't really needed. Like Cast Amron doesn't need to be in this book. Shara Bay doesn't need to be in this book. Um, you know, it's nice that they're they're expanding more on Arvel's character because if if anybody doesn't know, Arvel's the A wing who uh, smashes into the Super Star Destroyer bridge and takes oh, it out. Okay. Um, but then there's a bunch where it's like, we don't need to hear this. Like, as much as I uh, enjoyed 
them referencing Lola. She's not important in this, right? They also mention, and again, I enjoyed his mention. They mentioned Thane Kyrell, who's from Lost Stars. He's the protagonist, right? The Imperial Defector. He didn't need to be mentioned in this book. He's literally mentioned because he's like talking with Leia at their their uh, wedding. I think reception. it just brings in that level of not uh, like immersion, but at the same it, time, it's like these characters would be here and they would be talking, and that that makes it just sit in the canon and that the author does know that these characters do exist and they do have an importance, right? Within reason, though. Yeah, right? I mean, I, like it was just mentioned like, off the cuff, though, right? Things, like, no, it, it, they just keep coming, though. I the think they never see. We're, where Noma's going is just like, how much does the author want us to know that she's read all the other material or done it's, all this versus just like, you know, I acknowledge them. I know yeah. they're there. That's it. it Let's continue with this now. It literally feels like member berries from South Park. Remember this? Remember this? Remember this? Remember this? I this is Star Wars. Way, we but... did this. Remember, remember. Like, just yeah. constantly, constantly. And, like, I'm not even getting into to the... To be fair, though, you listen to it at three times events. speed. So it's a lot faster for you than it was for us. <laughs> no, okay. but still. But like, even, even if I was listening to this normally. But even then, at that point, it's just like, what do you do with the end of a war? All you really have is rebuild and reminisce and try not to repeat mistakes. Yeah. Mm. So I get that, like, it might be a little overbearing at this, but at, like, Think, do you remember an Alphabet Squadron where they, every time they go into a battle, every time afterwards, they'd add new names to the list and repeat right. them so they wouldn't forget mm, yeah. and stuff like that. I feel like if if she's writing to be like, okay, in that scenario, I'm going to be like, this person's still alive. This person's still alive. This person's mm. still alive. Are we maybe taking away future books from those characters because we've done this? Or we've now shoehorned them into having to be here for a certain thing. But they Maybe. would be because it was Battle but of Endor, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's just like, right like where else six. would they be at right. that point? So it's like, yeah, their name drops, their remembrances, they're just lucky that this is the perfect spot to do them. You can't really do mm. them anywhere else. If there was ever a book, there was going to be this level of them in it. It's with the two most freaking out of the three popular characters generals yeah. and characters in the rebel alliance plus it was their wedding night so like i i like everybody's wedding, everyone's gonna be, be there. there and everyone sure, that is, there, I, is there again yeah. like that's the, but i, I understand like the, like the dameron's and a few other like yeah. you can tell yeah. the ones that they're putting in because sequel trilogy yeah and then again you can they just the drop hosni and prime because god we really need to. to pretend hosni exactly. and prime was useful yeah like, those like, are the ones that yes it's just like god it's like when who dropped the name of the fucking station that shouldn't have even been there because if Palpatine knew about it, why wouldn't you use it? I don't remember. A Maxine oh, station oh, or whatever, yeah. right? Like from High Republic. But like at that point, I get those. I don't agree with them because I think they're fucking asinine. But all the other ones, I'm just like, I, I forgive those. And God, now I'm just getting angry. So I'm That's just, okay. I'm, That's like, okay. I under, you... see, I, yeah. No more I understand where you're going yeah. with it. I don't think all of them didn't deserve to be. Yeah, there, not all of them. Definitely those ones That's that you have coming it. up. Yeah, like you don't mm. need to mention Hosni in this because it wasn't anywhere in that trilogy. Yeah, you don't anything that wasn't in that trilogy. Don't allude to. I don't care if it's coming up. I don't care if it's there. Mm. We know it's there. We know it's coming. Leave it and leave it for your other books that come up. I, maybe if this was Shadow the, Sith the type new stuff, yeah, exactly. If this was like Star Wars: The New Republic. Yeah, yeah. Then, then it you start sense. to bring those in. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it was but in the like the just... early days of the New Republic. It, literally new like Republic six is... days in. Yeah, they're not even really founded yet. Yeah, yeah. they have the New Republic ready. Is a concept. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, don't start mentioning Hosni and has nothing to do with it. You, you're still talking about things that are happening on Imperial Center slash Coruscant. 
Mm. If you're mentioning that, you can't go and mention fucking Hosnian. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. You can't. There were some so, interesting character callbacks. So, like, you mentioned Noma before the podcast, a uh, character mm. from Lost Stars. Yeah, Thane Cairo. Yeah. And, like, that was, that was that neat. That was, cool was like, I was like, oh, cool, he's here. Why? Like, I get it. He was in the Battle of Endor, yeah. right? So I'm not going to be like, he well, he shouldn't be there. Be there. Yeah. But it's just, it's it just, it it feels like the author's like, look, look, over there. There's one of our characters, right? Uh, like, it, it's how I almost, because I think I mentioned it before in Padawans, when Obi-Wan's like, oh, my God, Orla Jereni. And I'm like, okay, sure. But that would make sense out of all it, the Jedi it, to be again, yeah. again, it does yeah. in the same way that it makes sense for Thane to be there. But yeah. it's like, oh, out of all of the people that left this message, it was the one wayfinder we know about, right? Like, I'm not, I'm yeah. not knocking on it. It's just one of those things where it's like, I can see what you're doing. Yes. Let me, let me ask you this though. Mm. If they had name drops to somebody fucking random, would you be happier? How, what, what would be the feeling be then? Because it's just like, who the fuck is this person, and why do I need to know about them? Yeah, I would have been next like, and that comes up, right? Yeah, I would have been like, who is that? Whatever. So, so it's just like, yeah, it's it the worst of what you know at this yeah. point versus like, yeah. just being stupid. What do you do? Yeah, yeah, right. Like I. I understand it, but it it didn't hit me at that same level because I was just like, okay, okay. It wasn't until I said like the fifth or sixth okay that I was kind of just like, are there exactly, yeah, yeah, are there going to be any more? Like, yeah. am I good? And I wasn't. And then that was just like, I'm just going to turn off every time I hear one of these <laughs> now and remember that this is a Han and Leia book. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like that's all I need. Yeah. Okay. When they get on the luxury liner and all these random nobles and stuff coming up to them, just like, oh, this person's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, yeah. I can't remember any of them. Who, who oh, are you, some other I. noble there's... that's not from Alderaan? Do you want to blow up too? Okay, yeah, there, no, there's one know. part where Leia's like, oh, I remember I used to go to social events with her, and I could, she, yeah, she like, name drops them like six times, and I just don't know who they are. Yeah. yeah. And I, don't I think so we would have seen kind the names, of what I mean, right? Where like the dissociation is like, I don't know who you are, so I don't care, and then you're just gone. Yeah. It's just like you. Why you mentioned Thane for? We doing? You do. Yeah. You better trees character. Oh, that's it. That's all you're just gonna. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Well, you need to Here talk about God. him some more now. Like, it's, <laughs> it's the, but then, but then the other part that I found really weird is they give Beck that same treatment. She's supposed to be the main villain, but and she so, shows up. It's and so like, late. I don't yeah, exactly. She shows up. And is like, I don't like Han Solo, but I also don't like Leia. Bang, bang, bang. Bye. That's it. And then she gets in a ship and you don't even they don't even confront each other after yeah. that. She just gets they they hit her with their luxury liner and then a bunch of A-wings just show up like, and they're like, now you're ours. Yeah. I like, wish Ooh. they would have introduced her. Like, you know, when they first set down on the ice planet, they they like, meet the swap to a chapter of like her perspective. Either of, that yeah. or they well, meet the they meet the minister, right? And he's just getting off a hollow call, but it's so recognizably an imperial uniform yeah. or something like that. Yeah. To just the fuck. And then it switches to her character being just like, mm. huh, the guests, I wonder where they're coming from. Like, who's on the list? Yeah. So, yeah, 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 right. Exactly. And then yeah. that could be her only chapter until she shows up. But at least you then know it's just like, oh, fuck. The problem is Remember, that the, the, watch the, out, the watch format out. they used for the book was Han, Leia, Han, Leia the entire time, right? So yeah, yeah. I feel like it would have thrown a, a wrench into it if you did. Like, no, it would. That would have been better. Yeah. Yeah. Han, Leia, Han, Leia, Han, Leia, back. Bang. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's it's true. Like, all of a sudden you're just like, holy shit. Who the fuck is back? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then it goes Han, Leia, but like, but where's back again? And then it goes yeah. back, and it's like, okay, it adds a little bit. I to feel like it that would have been good yeah. then, yeah. Because for people like us who have at least read one book that she's in, it's like, oh, it's her. But if you, if I had no idea who Beck was, I would have assumed they made her up for this. Because I forgot who she was until just, we talked about her. Yeah. No, as soon as as soon as they said uh, oh, Beck, right. I was like, that sounds familiar. yeah. It was Beck. I was like, that sounds familiar. Red Eye. I know who you are. You're yeah. from the the 
whatever the little Han book that we did last Smuggler's, Smuggler's Run or last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remembered her from that, right? I don't even remember the book. I just remember her. Um, but yeah, she doesn't do anything, right? Like not really. Those those are my biggest complaints with the book. Um, outside of we need to redeem some annoying piece of shit who's I don't know. There, there, there's some like technician who he's just he's just a fucking idiot. Like Dan's calling him Skelly V3 oh, because he's Keylad. just that annoying. Yeah, Keylad. Uh, he's the, he's just this guy who's yeah, like, I want money. I won't kidnap Princess Leia. No way. I'm a good guy now. Let me use tractor beam knowledge to save this planet. And it's like the, the one part that uh, I thought was pretty funny. Though. Yeah, his introduction mm. was good where he's playing Sabacc with the guys in the engineering room and Han's yeah, yeah. there. And then they're talking. He's like, yeah, like I did the work for the Empire and you know, like I did. You know, I, there's a, there's a time where like somebody went towards the planet, and the oh, yeah, beam didn't like, know. Yeah, and then Han's like, "That yeah, was yeah, literally me, and it saved well, my life." Yeah. And now you're the guy who fucked it up, and now we can't so do that. He said, he said it was a rebel technique, right? That they they yeah. do where they get close to the gravity, the planet's gravity, so it wouldn't be able to differentiate. And yeah, he got around that. And I was like, "Shit, I used that before." You're an asshole. He's the one who yeah, did it. Yeah, who came but up? But then with he's it. also yeah, yeah. It's it's weird because they like they do his character really well but he's just an asshole yeah he's just, he's, and it's like he's socially not understanding well, he's, yeah he's just he, he was like a he was an organic dj though you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 which it's it, it's that same it thing. sounds so weird to say but it was just like i'm working for them they're paying me yeah that's literally yeah. It's like it's just a paycheck my, yeah, literally my how that lady cool. on the on the upper levels was just like my son was going for promotion he was on death star and i was like it's that it's take your kid to work day death star kind of thing it's just <laughs> yeah, like yeah. oh well how many people were on there who were yeah. just working it's like yeah, yeah you can yeah. make that argument and it's a valid one ds2 yeah, so had even more people you right you can't hate this guy but yeah, it's yeah. not like huh, you gotta do what's best to do. it's not that it's just yeah, yeah. they were paying me dude and they paid me and well so he does make job. a good point and it's it's an awful point but it's even true in our world where like War promotes in innovation, right? Yeah. Trying to come up with War new things, and like his technology helped stabilize the moon that they were on. Which you know, small thing at the end of the thing, but it's, it's like yeah, that, it's that does make sense. But, yeah, yeah. But that was all, honestly my only other like big annoyance with it was gonna be just, he's one. just he's just there to be convenient. Yeah. Um, well, what was the other one that you thought? So this is gonna be the last like shit thing we're going to talk about because it's something that I, as soon Same as I saw you. it as soon as I saw it I'm like Disney <laughs> the this Halcyon Legacy is this Star Wars hotel that's $6,000 for four guests oh my god yeah. you kidding me that together. Yeah. fuck you Mon Mothma see that shit right there yeah. so as soon as wow. I heard that I'm like, yeah, no, I agree with yeah. you. That's that's the one thing I was like, I get it. It makes sense in the nah, story, dude. but the same. Do not time. the same do thing. Self promote your own fucking. I mean, hotel. it makes sense because they're not oh, selling it's tickets. Gonna be the lightsaber lighter from Kendra. You, you want you know me to like this woman? But you know what's hilarious? You know what I find hilarious about that? What's that? There is no way that their Halcyon Legacy is even. Close is, to this is even ten percent as nice as it's described in the book. Seen, I don't know if you've seen. Have you seen Eckert's ladder? It's not even on the water. Oh well, okay. Because here's the thing. Okay, so you're telling me that oh, this is the same ship as your hotel. Where's Hollow Sabak? I would expect to see Hollow Sabak now. I'm sure yeah, it's just drop version, ten grand yeah. a game, no problem. Yeah, right. But, well, but I, mean, I should be able to put the chips down and everything. The thing, the thing, thing with it too is like down. it's overly priced. It's yeah. Not a great experience from what I've seen. 
I have not personally been on it because obviously I can't afford it. No, it's, it's six grand. It's six grand for four, like two adults and two kids. Sorry, three adults and one child. Oh um, my god! And it's just so expensive. Like there was a drink on there that's like ten thousand USD, and yeah. the reason why it does it is it comes in one of those like ice cream containers that opens up, and it gives you a tour of uh, ranch, um, the Skywalker, oh, Skywalker Ranch. Ranch. I'm like cool. But why, why, why even create a drink that you had to buy just to get a tour of Skywalker Ranch? Like that doesn't it's, make sense. Yeah, it doesn't. It takes you out of the immersion of the hotel to be in yeah. the Star Wars universe. Like it's that's the one thing I had with the Halcyon Legacy. Like as soon as, oh, no, absolutely. as soon as they yeah. mentioned it, I'm like, that's kind of sucks. But I'm going to not think about the hotel in real life and just think about it in universe. And I'm like, See, I'm fine with this in yeah, the universe. What I, in what real I life, love. absolutely not. What I also love is that because Dan is is the most positive out of all of us, he actually remembered the name. Whereas me and Ed scrubbed it from our memories as soon as we finished talking about it in the Hall of Headlines. Here's here's the conundrum I have: was it satire or self promotion? Because think of all the people who were on there. Well, the way they were written, they were. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, oh, and then who's who's the best person to come out of there? The fucking engineer who's just like, yeah, I saved you. I blew up ice so you could get out. Uh, Yeah, good job on the thing, by the way. We broke the thing and then started spraying foam everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. if you haven't, if you haven't (laughs) damaged the ship, if you haven't seen, (laughs) if you haven't seen Eckert's video, Eckert's ladders video on YouTube, um about the halcyon legacy hotel experience and stuff mm. he breaks it down quite a bit he ha- i don't think he's been on it but he's seen the promotional stuff and he's gone through yeah. it that way um and it really goes to show you like they didn't they didn't i mean watch the video they didn't and make plan? no they what? did they did plan it just didn't feel star wars enough it mm. felt like generic star space hotel yes room. because that way you get all the rich and all the influencer and all the, the bullshit <laughs> yeah. who's there hey guys the one you know what just to say they are if they want influencers like, we'll, we'll and go and we're, we'll, we'll, and we'll review it for free the hell out of them you know what in terms of being why not you sure th- this isn't just run by the hot cartel that's oh my in the middle God. of it <laughs> and that's you i mean they did have they did have hold of oh. halcyon legacy for a while they said in the book yeah that, that's a great little yeah. you know what if it is satire that's brilliant because yeah they even talk about the fact that yeah like dan mentioned yeah, the, the Hotel had a bunch of stuff because they used to own that cruiser, and you could gamble in hyperspace because it wasn't yeah a controlled Illegal, baseline. Yeah, right? so, yeah. so that's that's the so, one thing I would say maybe. that got me out of this book for just a moment when when Mon Mothma brings it up, and I'm like, mm. okay, okay. <laughs> Dude, that now I know why I didn't pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because she was the one talking. Yeah, to go. <laughs> that's right. Like, she's like, she's like, Leia. You know what? Let me pay for your honeymoon. She's like, but where would we go? What would we do? It's like, you know what? There's a place on this Corellian vessel, or not Corellian, in uh, Florida. I mean, yeah. And she's like, Chandrillan. Chandrillan. And like, yeah. it's part of my planet, and it's this great thing. It's like, Mon Mothma, you're li- you're Fucking being a li- grifter. You're being a little <laughs> selfish on this regard. Like, yeah. I get the the like you're trying to put. She she made it look like you're gonna go on your honeymoon and enjoy it. Yeah, she's and gonna she do something knew that for it was, you. She told Leia, she's nah. like, it's good for the publicity. And yeah. then they, you know, had interviews with Leia, which she didn't expect. And like, it's kind of a shitty move for Mon Mothma to do that a little bit because mm. she knew I've been saying it was for years. <laughs> I've been saying it for years. Yeah, it's true. You son of a bitch. Yeah. Okay, so apart from that little. 
thing. Yeah, there is some good stuff because yeah, with the character, uh, you know, in more in-depth character analyses that we get from this. Um, I mean, the one that I really enjoyed because it is something that has been mentioned before. I think we've talked. I I I know at least I have with when Ahsoka, which is still kind of non-canon when Ahsoka meets with Luke and Leia. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, the fact that Leia hates Vader with a passion. Yeah, that was a really good scene. Unmovable. Right. This is the first time, as far as I'm aware, in canon that this has been addressed, because we get certain things no, like she is. Oh yeah. Uh, bloodline. It's all about a book about Leia, older as a senator in the New Republic. Oh, okay. It's a book that we have to read. I think you guys would really like it. I mean, it takes place on Ozzy and Prime and all that, but yeah. Apart but from that, it's not, it's all the stuff. Yeah, all the stuff with Leia is fantastic. Okay. Yeah, you guys will but, love it. Yeah, like there, there's a really there's a scene that I really enjoyed. Um, where she feels a draw from the force and she kind of yes. goes out into the force to, to look for it. On Endor. And she, yeah, on Endor, sorry. And she finds Vader's funeral pyre. That was and heavy. is like, really? You're the one, you're the reason I'm here? And she finds the mask that Kylo eventually inherits and goes and basically says, like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to mourn for I you. I hate you. You're a monster. Yeah. I hate you. Yeah. And I was like, that's, that's good. You know, if there are the reasons why she hates Vader are a hundred percent understandable yeah. because Luke wasn't tortured by Vader and Luke didn't have Tatooine exploded in front of him. Granted, it is Vader's hand that ended up getting, well, not, you know, his hand, like they were going to Vader doesn't have a hand. That's the Emperor's hand anyways. But it was through kind of Vader's orders that um, Owen and Baru die. But since it's the stormtroopers, there's that disassociation I feel like Luke has, right? Yeah. Whereas in Leia's case, yeah, all this horrific shit happens directly from Vader. Why would you forgive him? Because your brother said he was good at the end? Okay, well, he still did all these terrible... It's the same argument I have with uh, Endeavor and My Hero Academia. Sure, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, you told me he's a good guy now. He's a piece of shit. But his actions are completely different. Yeah. And I'm going to judge him by his actions because talk is cheap. So, yeah, that part I really enjoyed. Sorry, I kind of took over the spotlight. I would just uh, say with the Vader stuff, it. too, um, there's there's parts where, like, you know, when she gets that feeling in the forest of, like, mm. something's calling to me in the forest and there was smoke coming from somewhere. I'm like, I knew exactly it was just pyre. But she's like, Luke? Luke? Is that you? And then she mm. finds Vader's, like, corp, like, not his corpse, but, like, the shell of his armor. Yeah, yeah. With and, and all and the, the like, helmet. Yeah, and so that was really interesting, I thought, because it brought mm. up the point of Bespin where she was thinking back to finding like feeling luke at the part where he's falling off the bottom of bespin um oh, yeah yeah that's right and she's like yeah it's that same feeling so she thought it was luke um and then so she realizes it's the force obviously and uh the other part about vader is the part with han is she tells like luke tells her in this and then she tells han eventually later on and he's like yeah that's no problem i don't care and then later on mm -hmm. in the book after that he's like yeah like you know her dad's vader like whatever like you know that's him and he's like i don't have a problem with this wait do mm. i and he's I like have a problem with it yeah because like he was put into the carbonite and he has ptsd from being frozen in carbonite when yep. he's gonna jump into the water on this this moon right and yeah, it, which like, is which is the other huge. great point in this book yeah because yeah, like apparently you know this this goes back to the part in you know episode six sorry episode five when he does get frozen and lando's like mm. this is like untested like this is not like the the chamber we use is not used for this specific purpose in carbonite mm. freezing, right? So it's supposed to be quick and painless and like a like a quick nap. You wake up and you're good. But like mm. Han didn't have that experience. He was basically awake the entire time in his mind, 
thinking about all this stuff with Vader and the meeting and all that stuff. Mm. And then the, the cold, he just couldn't move or do cold, anything. Yeah, the yeah. cold feeling of being trapped in his mind for almost a year. Mm. And like that is a huge thing that he has to sort through. And I didn't realize, like, I don't think anybody's realized that that was no, the case no. up to this point. And seeing that and them talking about that in this book was amazing. Mm. Like Beth Revis, holy shit, that was amazing. Oh yeah, like come back well and write done. write more Han and Leia stuff, please. Like, oh my god, <laughs> that was amazing. I, I also this is this is a quick note. It, it's a meme. I'll explain the meme in a second. But as soon as you said the smoke and fire, it just reminded me of this. I just put it in in our uh, Discord thing. Oh, okay. Um, I'll explain it after they they react to it. Well, we can cut this part out. Or... <laughs> Well, because initially I thought the smoke was just going to be like, oh, she's running to some, <laughs> some, uh, what do you call them? Some other rebels, or not rebels, mm. but some em- empire people would be like, ha, oh, yeah. we can get you. And then there's a squad or something. Yeah, so we can get off the planet, but obviously. Yeah. So, so, sorry. So the meme oh reminded me of this. Yeah, yeah. It's the end of episode one. Qui Gon's body's being on the funeral pyre. This is what reminded me of it. <laughs> Anakin says, So when I die, or young Anakin, episode one, Anakin says, So when I die, will I be set on fire like Master Qui Gon? And Obi Wan goes, No, you'll be alive when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> episode three. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just, sorry, this is immediately reminded me of it. That's good. That's so good. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I wanted to cover was Kira and Crimson yeah. Dawn. I get mentioned in this, and there's a comic series we haven't read through yet, which was. Uh, War of oh, the Bounty Hunters, um, right? Be- before we go There's into that one part. more point to make, though. Do you want to just do this point first? Stuff. Do you want to do this mm. point first and then jump into yours? This one's going to be small. Go for it. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll backtrack for it. So, so Kira and Crimson Dawn are mentioned. Kira is uh, obviously from Solo and yeah. uh, Han's love interest for that. And uh, she is, you know, the leader of Crimson Dawn after all this stuff. Mm. And she basically is trying to track down Han's carbonite body in War of the Bounty Hunters. And there's like a, a juggle between Boba Fett and like other people, we don't know the entire story because we haven't read it yet, but it's similar mm. to that. And Leia was involved with that and met Kira in that series, which is mentioned in this, which is a cool little tie-in like mm. they did with Lando in Shadow of the Sith. Yeah, it's also it's also mentioned, and I, I also thought this was a really good point, um, that Chewie and Leia have a really close relationship yes. now because of that year they spent trying to track down Han. And yeah. Han mentions like, it's when like, did wait. they get a close relationship? Oh, it was while I was out. Yeah, and, and it brings so that up a lot. It comes up yeah, a lot. and and so there are certain uh, kind of lingering resentments from that that do carry over. It's part of the reason why um, Han hates whatever stupid annoying guy is um, because now he's got this much more deep hatred for the Empire because they did this to him. Yeah. and um, also the Hut Cartel, which makes a lot of sense, right? Because there are points where he's like, "Oh yeah, the Huts have a bounty on me. I don't care. They have got a bounty on Leia. Good. I want to kill more of them." It's just it's a very kind of hold. Yeah, it's a, it's a cold hatred, but it, it makes sense from what happened. But yeah, it is a good note of character development. Rather yeah, than that... like, oh crap, the huts, I better go do something to appease them. Or it was like, no, yeah, right. yeah. well, there's another part with Han too. He wrestles with the fact, because he, he is such a hypocrite in this book part partially, because he doesn't tell people he was with the Empire, but he always, he's like, you worked with the Empire. You were mm. doing stuff for the Empire. And then in his head, he's like, I did too, but I'm not going to say that. Well, and he, and he also, wrestles with it over and over and over yeah. again, like three he, or four times. Uh, I did like the point. The first time he realizes it is because he's there with annoying guy and a Syrian and a nah. Lasat. Yeah, and I don't care. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and the Lasat is the other person who really hates the, yes. the annoying guy because obviously we know from Zeb's backstory uh, what the Empire right. did to them. Yeah. But he's also the one who points out when Han's getting really angry. He's like, "Look, I had to work for them too. Doesn't mean I liked it as much as that asshole did." Yeah. Um, but then that's when Han first realizes, like, yeah, I mean, I was, I did too. Um, ironically, I think that would have hit a little bit harder in, in the EU version of Han, 
uh, where he'd reached, you know, officer as opposed to uh, ground pounder, yeah, right? Okay. Just like a random trooper. He was a little uh, higher up. Yeah. Then well, he went more to Korea, no? Yes, Korea Academy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, because then, and the, but then in the EU, there's also that whole thing, like, he, he doesn't hate his time in the Empire until he meets Chewie, right? He's rivals with Sunterfell, and, like, he has all this stuff and all these accomplishments, and he does stuff for the Empire that isn't insignificant, right? But like, from canon, what we know, so, yeah. yeah, in canon, he was a, he, the, a, like a, he was just a mud trooper. He was just shitty and flunked out of the Academy, and, like, he wasn't good enough to actually do anything for the Empire, right? Yeah. So it's just another small reason why I think this would have been a better Legends book, but I mean, he did, it's not like we can control that. We didn't now. cover the Han Solo comics, did we? The ones where he's, like, it's him in the Academy and, like, flying. Yeah, but his... again, that's the Academy, right? No, like, you're not... He's do still doing missions for, for the Empire through the Academy, I believe, from what I remember. You still do. Like he, yeah, and, then he, and then it brings up a... There's a bounty hunter that comes up later in, in uh, the original trilogy timeline. Um, and he was a person that worked like he was a guy that was also with Han in the Academy. And oh, okay. uh, he becomes like a really well-known bounty hunter. That's like Terminator style. Valence, I think his name is. Mm. Valence. Yeah. Okay. He's really cool. I think you guys will like him. I mean, I, 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 in my mind, again, I'm biased. Yeah. Right. But I'm going to be comparing him with Sinterfell if that's the case, because you're just replacing him with a bounty hunter now. And Sinterfell is an asshole, but he's a really cool asshole. I mean, so, Valence is similar. I don't think I can't remember if he has a grudge against Solo or not afterwards. Or that he, would be Sinterfell. It's yeah. either a grudge or it's it's one of the two. It's either he has a grudge. He or sounds he, familiar. He likes it because, hmm. or he has like a, a a debt almost to Han. I can't remember because it, it goes. The reason why it's like partially Terminator style is because hmm. he he's in a big crash and I think Han comes out of his way to save him. Oh, okay. and he's like damaged enough that he has to get like the cybernetics to become yeah. like partial like cyborg. That's cool. So. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Again, uh, it's just in my head, though, I'm comparing him to Sunter, right? Because one of the things yeah. I loved about Sunter Fell is he's one of the yeah. only pilots in the galaxy who's like on par with Han. Okay. I don't think he's right? that good. Yeah. yeah. And Sunter Fell's doing it in the TIE Interceptor. Interesting. Like it's, yeah. it's a ship where you take one hit and you're dust, yeah. right? And he's outdueling the Falcon. Yeah. Well, yeah, but no, he is outdueling the Falcon in one of their fights because, oh. well, one of the first because it's a freighter versus a TIE Interceptor, right? But yeah, anyways. Uh, Ed, you're going to say something? Uh, there was one more set of character development. It was small, but I appreciated it. When both kind of Luke and Leia, or not Luke and Leia, Han and Leia are describing Luke and like how different he is. Oh, yeah. I think Leia does it more, where she's like, you know, he's the same kid that came to rescue me on the Death mm. Star or whatever. And then it's like compared to like when he was just kind of like meandering and bashing his way through the galaxy like he's so calm now he's like mm. a tree the way she described him was like a tree growing on a moon with no wind yeah like everybody mm. is so okay and he's just calm and there i'm like serene shit and the fact <laughs> that he was just like i want to train you i want yes, you to come I with love me that part. and mm. all that and he's just like she could see both paths and was just like i choose this but yeah. meanwhile he's just like he's almost seeing into the future it's like oh my god we'd be like the best jedi duo pair yeah. ever we'd yeah. powerful yeah <laughs> we yeah, would be the dyad something. the force dyad and, right there yeah and he, he he goes over some stuff too that's very i think important because it's it's kind of talked about in you know that little luke book that was also with smugglers around and stuff but he says like look yoda said i'm a master but oh, i know a knight a knight, knight. oh yeah, knight. yeah, yeah it's yeah. just like yeah. but i don't know shit like yeah. padawan's like, like school 
way or much longer. Than, yeah. And I know that there's a ton of info that they didn't teach me. So I need to go and find this. And I was like, this is cool. We're seeing his And he steps. wanted her to come with him to do that. Yeah. Really do that. Cool. There's also a hilarious East. I literally burst out laughing, even listening to as fast as it was. They're doing Han's bachelor party. Yeah. Basically. With the and Luke, well, not was, even the Ewoks part. So I, I really didn't care about that. So but Luke comes in and they're talking for a little bit and they're talking about, you know, this new relationship. He's like, yeah, yeah marriage? Yeah. He's like, marriage? And Han's like, yeah. And there's a pause and Han goes, remember, remember after Endor? Yeah, do you yeah. remember on, oh, sorry, do you remember on Hoth after the Tauntaun thing? Uh, in the Met? And Luke's like, oh yeah, the kiss. Well, I was like, let's yeah, not let's... talk about this again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah. And Han's like, yeah, agreed. And this <laughs> again, never mentioned ever again. <laughs> and, and then I, like, I laughed because in my head, I remember, like, I imagined in Luke's moment of, like, silence of being like, yeah, the kiss on Hoth. He's also the one in the Death Star, but he doesn't know about I'm not going to mention that one. <laughs> when <laughs> when right, they she, jump yeah, across the yeah. thing. Right? Yeah, right yeah. I the, forgot yeah, about that one. It's on the cheek, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that's fair. But still, right? Yeah. I, I just, I, I laughed because I was just imagining Luke being like, oh, yeah, oh, this, I should mention that. I shouldn't mention that one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a, just a great little moment of, of yeah, you know, because everybody says, you know, did they ever mention that when they found out right the, leia saying i've always known and then it's like eh, no, the, what ewok, that the ewok party though where they light accidentally light the hut on fire was fucking hilarious well, they all, almost do until chewy comes yeah, yeah it, it was so good i was like this is ridiculous ewoks like having a party and just lighting it up on fire by accident is just like oh my god this is it's stupid just, yeah, it's awesome. just a I, I got it. two more things one lighthearted yeah. and then one not so mm. much start with uh, the not so much one if you can well oh start and, with the not so much good note yeah. I mean, okay, it was gonna it was gonna parry off yours, but fine. Um just with that Luke stuff about him saying all the stuff he still has to do and recognizing mm. that he's nowhere near because remember Luke is like one of the most powerful ones yeah. ever. Mm. And then Seven brings in Ray. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like I was I was looking at a, yeah. a discussion earlier on the net just about like, you know, people defending her and people tearing her down and all that. But like I think every she, art good character every but argument so much... was yeah. just all over the place and so like mm -hmm. people had valid points and not valid points but then didn't want to secede any of their points to anybody yeah, yeah. else who had yeah. a good one where it's just like i'm trying to look and i was just like where is I agree it with that and i agree with that and i agree with that but overall it still doesn't help yeah right and that's yeah. through no fault of like it's um, just a mishandling of the characters like daisy ridley yeah. no exactly. Finn exactly and ray fantastic character ideas just mishandled and, and fantastically acted but if you're, yeah, if your script is garbage, to be fair there's though, no, to be know. fair though, like I feel like, yeah, there could have been a lot more done with those characters in a better exactly. way. Yeah. But in we, retrospect, that's the case, right? We have we Finn learning, yeah, we have Finn learning the same life lesson in episode seven that he does in episode eight. Yeah. Yep. Did you know war is bad? Holy shit, really? <laughs> oh my god, I didn't know. I learned that last time, but this time. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah it's, and then another something I, I was watching a video where someone pointed out um cosmonaut picture show very good youtube channel recommend them a lot um episode nine is the first time f that ray finn and poe interact with each other they're the main yeah. fucking characters yeah all to, all at once yeah i remember we that get, first time we get screen time with them is the last movie yep like, they all meet each other he, independently yeah you had, you had like almost three main protagonists if not two main and one like supporting you know what yeah, i mean yeah. but um yeah, but, but it's now, never you know han yeah. leia and luke we get them in the first so movie. many scenes together yeah yeah and they're riffing off each other the rest of the time but so, in this one no 
So that was that was that, that was point that one, yeah. where Luke just makes yeah, a mention of like because in that same argument, people were just like, "Oh, remember Luke just trained for seventeen minutes?" Like, no, yeah. since like the, he's been doing so much and he did not win all of his fights. His hand mm-hmm. cut off by Vader he, when he ran after him. He didn't beat the Emperor. Right? No, like, he didn't beat Vader. He was gonna die. <laughs> he kind of almost succumbed dark and smashed yeah, him yeah. up. Like, like there was so much. And then after all that, he still recognizes like he's nowhere near done. Mm. But yet. <laughs> Yeah, and that we, was that was where I was going. It was like that whole yeah. That that's why that's the poor writing thing for me, and it's how terrible it is. And that's what my justification is every sure. time somebody brings up Luke. Yeah. It's like these are the little things you need to know. But for the vast majority of people who watch it, aren't gonna make those jumps because they don't know mm. about you, everything Luke had to go through. I'll tell you so, right, just quick. I'll tell you right now about mm. Luke. They are bringing him back from what it was in Episode Eight, from his lowest point in that movie. They have brought him like Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah it's the Orla Jereni treatment now. It, it is, but too at the late. same time, I don't think it's too late. I, I don't because it, it shows you that the people that really understand Luke give him those parts and pieces that are yeah. Luke. Sure. But because it's still, if you, the more you bring him up like this, the that. worse that looks exactly. as it goes on. Yeah. And the, the funny he... part is, I just, my mind has, for you guys, I know you guys still have it in the, like, the periphery. Mm. For me, it's just like, I don't even look at the sequel trilogy just because no, I know I. Yeah, I, I just I, I know that that's where it goes, but I just don't that's not oh, part I see what you mean. That's not yeah, part yeah. of my personal canon. I'll tell you oh, that right okay. now. And that's you how it as that's how it's like an alternate universe thing. And okay. honestly, like it, maybe it is still a canon, and maybe they're still gonna keep a canon. And if they do or don't, that's okay. It's just for me, it's a fun little jaunt down whatever memory lane you want to go down for those movies if you mm. really enjoyed them but for me i just i didn't love them a lot and it did a lot of things that i didn't like so i'm just going to separate my mind and this is what's happening now and this is the story going forward you until know, it bleeds keep, together yeah Disney's yeah. gonna keep a stranglehold on exactly. this because the minute they don't yeah. have it anymore that whole series is gonna be excised yeah and I think they know that and it's gonna like they're they're gonna have it forever or they're gonna sell it for the world because there's there's they've known they fucked up and they've been doubling down so hard into trying not to admit it. Yeah, I mean that it depends what they do with the, I don't think the that new series. As right? much as fun as that alternate universe thing is to think about, it'll never happen. Yeah. No more. And and that's the the side that I like yeah. in terms of my own personal canon, I agree with you. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, Star Wars ends right now at Mandalorian season two. Right. That's where the Star Wars timeline cuts off. I don't give a shit about any of the other stuff. Yeah. However, again, from the the world view of like, like real world, it is that's what it is. The fact, yeah, it is Ed's point. The fact that they are still so desperate to defend their failures because they they don't want to admit they were wrong and they want to keep making money off this failed franchise. Uh, that's the part that angers me because I was going to say Ed's point about you know Luke knowing he's not done and going for that training and wanting that knowledge improves his character in Mandalorian season two. Of course. Because now we know how he turns into that badass from episode six, right? Six years of training and collecting, teaching. Well, he isn't really teaching yet, but you know, starting to get to there, accumulating enough knowledge that he feels confident enough to build a Jedi temple. Yeah. Yeah. Now we can see that. So that strengthens Mandalorian season two. That's what makes me so happy about that. Yeah. It's just going beyond that. It's again, we're making Luke's character more awesome. Cool. It's still going to get ruined in episode seven and eight. Yeah. So 
yeah as long as you look at it from that the contained fandom and that's that what i do want, that's how it's great because if i yeah. if i don't i don't enjoy things as much so that's hmm. why i do it because like we talked about with brian if he didn't like something you don't have to you don't have to watch it you don't have to read yeah. it you don't have to continue with that if you don't want to revisit it that's okay you find so, the yeah, stuff that you love and you just stick with that and you know what this more... book this book falls into that canon for me and i love it I agree with that statement up to a point because the yeah. more you do yeah. that, the more you do yourself yourself a disservice. I feel okay. because you're you're willfully blinding yourself to something. No, I know it's and there. I know it's there. No, but willful ignorance in small doses for your mental health. Absolutely, if you need to, you need to. But you cannot forget about what's there. And I know. You need I know. That reality too. For me, it's like because... it's selective. It's selective hearing or selective visualization, right? Like oh, for yeah. me, I know it's there, but I choose to just compartmentalize it into its own little box because I know it doesn't fit with, I guess, the view that we have of these characters from other things. It's a very separated version of those characters, and for mm. me, it doesn't doesn't make sense coming together with the stuff that we've gotten. Even Shadow of the Sith, we see a badass Luke in that. He does some really cool shit. Yeah, he it. does some really cool shit. <laughs> like he force holds a guy that's being possessed by a, a Sith like spirit basically. Mm. And like like basically gets to the point where he like can separate both of the spirit and that and like mm. deal with that shit. And that's really he cool. uses Vegeta's fuse fits yeah almost yeah it's just like Jesus <laughs> oh my god yeah, yeah spirit yeah. vision <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it was really We're, interesting we, we shouldn't talk too much about that Dan doesn't want spoilers but so, <laughs> oh, I my mean, bad. it's okay it's all um, good. we haven't explained it and so the one thing I would say is like there are parts and pieces of of the canon that I really enjoy and mm. like at the time yeah I love the sequel trilogy. It was cool as a fun like we're getting back into Star Wars yeah cool mm. and then we realize we get the Mandalorian we're like oh that's what we want. Yeah, that's good Star nah, Wars. <laughs> yeah, because like you, the only Star Wars you get is good Star Wars. Yeah. When you have enough Star Wars, you can pick and choose what you like. Mm. There's a difference. Mm. Like we're getting a lot of literature this next year, right? And yeah. there's a lot of literature that we still need to catch up on. But there are parts and pieces of canon that we really enjoy. And that's why we do the rankings on this podcast, yeah, right? Because we see... What are parts and pieces of canon that Nomo wants to go back to? He definitely doesn't want to go back to Crash at Race Point or Race at Crash Point Tower. <laughs> Crash at Race Point Tower. Or Shadows of the Sith. Or Shadow of the Sith. <laughs> or whatever else it is, right? We yeah. all have our different books that we've really enjoyed. Nomo really loved Padawan. I thought it was all yeah. right. But that's yeah. it. Like I, I still consider it canon. And I still love that there's an Obi-Wan book about it. Will I go back yeah. and read it because there's a lot in there for me? Not really. Yeah. But that's and okay. I mean, look. At the end of the day, that is the point that I think we try to make uh, clear, right? Yeah. Is that I've got, obviously, me and Ed have very strong feelings about the sequel trilogy. If you don't feel the same way, then fuck our opinion. Like, honestly, right? Yeah, just have if your own you opinion. Like it's it, okay. Yeah, if you like it and we don't, all right. It doesn't mean that either of us are the gospel on Star Wars. It's just these are our opinions, and it's how we really feel about them. Yeah, and that's and okay. I'll defend them to my last dying breath, but that doesn't mean you can't either, right? Yeah. Um, the the one oh, I, I yeah, was going to one more one point. Lighthearted yeah. thing now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so with the wedding and all that that was happening, the funniest bit I found was Lando and Han's interaction. Oh yeah, just, with oh, the jacket. Yeah, yeah. You got you got to dress yeah. up nice, man. Yep. This is your wedding. What are you doing? It's just like, no, oh, what's wrong with my clothes? Oh, yeah, no. Clean. Get, yeah. It's like I can give you something. Don't worry. She'll like it. it's Alderanian. Oh, it's Alderanian. Oh, He's okay, like, oh, sure, that's yeah. gonna. She'd love that. 
She'd yeah. really appreciate me doing that. Give, give yeah. me the thing, sure. <laughs> later oh, on in the book. Later on, you didn't like that jacket I was wearing? It was a nice jacket. It was old Iranian. No, it wasn't. And he's like, God what? damn it. And she's like, I got to thank Lando for that one. Yeah. <laughs> you see it going through his head and be like, that son of a bitch. That just came from his drawer. Ah. Yeah. That was so good. I love that little I, piece. The, the other piece that I liked because it, it, I, it seems like it's one way, but you can tell it's another is at the very end of the book. So Ed, you missed this part, unfortunately, mm. but it wasn't, it was like the one, one of the good parts right at the very end. Han's like, you know, I should, we can fix up the Falcon. We got some ideas. I was thinking, you know, we make our my bunk room a little bit nicer for you. We add some sort of little lounge. I was talking with Chewie about putting in a kitchen, and Leia just fucking loses it. Yeah, like just immediately. She doesn't even get to finish the sentence, and she's like, "Do you think I can cook?" And he was like, "No, I." But like, it's like a home, right? And she's just like, is just dying. Yeah. And I was like, no, I, I'll burn I some toast sweet. for you." Yeah. yeah. And Leia goes, "Look, I promise that I that if you never ask me to cook, I'll never poison you with my food accidentally." Yeah. And Han's like, well, like, I, I meant it because Chewie can cook, but yeah, sure, I guess. And he kind of goes like, oh, yeah, I said Chewie can go back to his family. Yeah, it would only be for her. Yeah. Would, oops. Which <laughs> <laughs> is kind of like, like, that was a nice moment, and too. That, that's the part of the book where we get both voice actors, uh, Mark Thompson yeah, and Saskia Marleveld, or narrators, doing both voices in tandem, and they're overlapping yeah. in, a, like, a normal conversation, almost like an audio drama. Yeah, And yeah. it was so... It was great. I love it. It was jarring yeah. to the point where I was like, oh, why didn't they do this the whole time? Yeah. It makes sense because each, to a point, because each chapter has from like Han's perspective. So 90% of that chapter is Mark Thompson. And then there's other voices hmm. in there. And if both voice act, like voice, both narrators were doing voices in their own chapters for specific characters, it, it just doesn't mesh hmm. white, right? Whereas at the very end, it's only those two characters. So I can understand yeah. it, but I would have appreciated, honestly, exactly. having that. Yeah, and one of the only reasons I can think they, they probably did it, too, is they might have had both narrators in the same recording booth at that time for that last chapter, but they mm. couldn't get them back and forth between those two, like the whole chapter recording stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it'd be sense. interesting to know the behind the scenes with like Pen Penguin Random House audio just to hear just because I'm an audio nerd, yeah. apparently. But no, but it'd be cool. Yeah, and like like I said, it was a really nice moment because talking about things we never thought about, like Han's PTSD, right? Yeah. It was another thing I, I've never really considered, even in the EU. Well, because in the EU, they actually had a, a couple houses and whatever. But, you know, at this moment, it's like, well, now that we're married, we need a home where obviously it's going to be the Falcon because where else would it be as they're yeah. doing all this stuff, right? But so it was. It's a nice. it's a nice way to end it, right? Just this it gesture is. of like, this is our Falcon now even if they've got to take a few more steps to get there. But yeah, overall, honestly, nice book. Um, we talked about some of the downsides of it. And yes, I did listen to it at like fucking Roadrunner speed. speed. Yeah. yeah but... What's the max speed? Is it 3.5? 3.5 was the highest oh I could make it go. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, you maxed it out. Yeah, no, literally, because I was just like, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening in this. And then, like we said, everything happens at the end. Outside of it, it's a nice character study, but... Yeah, there's not a lot of action in this book. It's and, good Han uh, and Leia content. Exactly. Just just keep in mind when I'm saying this stuff, this is coming from a guy who only watches shonen anime. Like, I, I need there to be violence and action, otherwise I get bored so quickly. You do. That I can count on one hand the number of non-shonen anime. I've I was waiting for something. Or even TV shows, honestly. I think, I think the biggest part of this book that it suffers from is the, the rising action doesn't happen up until about nearly 7 or 65% through the book. The yeah, climax yeah. happens at 80% through the book. Yeah. And then the falling action happens at like 
85%. So like everything yeah, exactly. is, is, is like way laid like way loaded at the back. Whereas we've the, gotten that with other books too. And we've also said the same thing with those books. And that's where the rating comes down mm-hmm. for us usually. Yeah. yeah. Right. If, so. if there's any anime fans here, this is the Stardust Crusaders of a Star sure. Wars book. Nothing happened. No, the first 80% is not important in terms of plot. And then the last part is, no, it's not the Stardust Crusaders because the last part of Stardust Crusaders is amazing. But it's the same kind of like action point, right? I would say though, there's, there's still like small rise, like rising action climax throughout the Stardust Crusaders because you get like little fights here and there to keep your... your. But, but none of the villains... I mean, this is yeah. going to be cha- changing tracks real quick, but none of the, none of the yeah. villains are important. No, no Nobody's important. Yeah. Right? Name... Think of any the the villains that anybody remembers in Stardust, and none of them in the first part I remember Hold for good reasons. No, he's not a villain. He's not a villain. Good that, that evening, thing. Mr. Jooster. Bravo, Turabian, Turabian, bravo. But like, if you think about it's part a baseball. One, <laughs> oh, that's the Surrect your Jaggers. Jaggers. <laughs> oh my god but i understand but again, what you're saying yeah that's my point until the darbies show up like who else is the the most memorable character from the first part is the pedo gorilla and it's not or pedo orangutan sorry yeah but that's not for a good reason yeah <laughs> like who else is memorable from that part i yeah seriously bad. whole horse whole horse and centerfold are the only other memorable True. villains because they're connected to polnareth yeah because yeah. the, right? the book dude right uh, no, no, uh, whole horse is, is uh, my stand is a gun, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and centerfold is the uh, I live in. A, I'm there's no such thing as a mirror world, yeah, um, mirror world. Oh. yeah, yeah, until the mirror world shows up in part five, five, um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, like again, because they're related to the character, yeah, that makes sense, and then everybody else who I like, maybe Enya, maybe, but like, she's not that important, her episode's just kind of funny. Um, yeah, it, it's just that. Like, uh, Tune in for in the JoJo general. podcast coming soon. I'll talk about that forever. I know. <laughs> you want to do rankings now? Yes. No, I want to talk JoJo's. <laughs> so, with that being said, let's get into the rankings. Boom. Hey, point that thing someplace else. Hey, hot, don't. Welcome to the ranking section of the podcast. Uh, as always, we're going to give you a score out of 10 that we think this book deserves. And, you know, compared to all of our other rankings for all the other books, we might mention those, talk about that. Maybe we should do like a review of our rankings at some point. Um, but anyways, that's ideas for another episode. So for Princess and the Scoundrel, um, you know what? I'm going to start because I think I might have one of the lowest opinions. Sure. Ooh, okay. Um, so here's my thing, because I did mention it during our review. If this was an EU book or a Legends book, and so this is my pure, just outside of a timeline, how I feel Unbiased. the author, yeah, auth- how I feel that the author and the narrators and everybody did, it would be an 8 out of 10. However, because, like I said, we compare this to the rest of the books and the canon timeline and everything else. It's a six out of 10 for me. Yeah. It, it loses points because as much as this beautifully sets up these characters and adds to the lore, it's all just shambles later on. And we know that. Um, so it's just more painful and it's kind of like a, 
this was really nice, but it just makes me feel more sad about the treatment of the characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, and more angry towards how they were handled. So, like I said, on its own, 8 out of 10. Easy, easy 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Even if it's slow, even if the antagonist is not ba- barely even there, still, just because of how much care and attention they put into Han and Leia and Luke and Beth is a great the knowledge writer. overall. Yeah, it was really good. And again, my biggest lament of this book is that it has to be in the same universe as the sequel trilogy. Um, so because it has to be, unfortunately, 6 out of 10. But in my heart, 8 out of 10. Um, so yeah, that's why. Kind of the lowest, but not kind of the lowest. Uh, I'm not sure where to go next. Ed, how about you? Uh, mine's a 7. Nice. It's... I've been giving away a lot of sevens recently. It's not my favorite number or anything. It's just been like everything we've read in the past little bit has been just at that, like the high end of average Mm. because at the end of the day, it's Star Wars. And I like that. And it Mm -hmm. lets me put it towards something else that I like or anything else. So like with your comments about the EU and how it draws to that, I take that and I appreciate that look because it gave me like, oh yeah, if I imagine it from this one, we talked about it a bit earlier. Mm. And then we talked about this and I was just like, and then Dan talked about compartmentalizing and I was just like, mm-hmm, yeah, I like this part. I'm going to keep this part. Yeah, yeah But yeah. it does not give, because I can't completely separate it that way, can't get any higher than this. Did I enjoy it? I actually did. A lot of these slow starts I've come to appreciate. Do I want more of them? Nah. Like I'd <laughs> like you to I like to get into I, I it want, in the halfway point of the I book. I want some mountains mm-hmm. in the books, you know? Mm-hmm. I hate mm-hmm. this plateau that just either drops off or then suddenly there's the lonely mountain out out with the dwarves. Like, I, I don't want yeah. that, right? So, but with these slow starts, if you're building, if you're doing something like that, if with the new High Republic books that start off like that, I don't mind because they're trying to world build for the era. Mm. Now that we've done enough of that in phase one, I don't want phase two to have a lot of slow starts. If you have to, to set up something else, and you're yeah. your whole new phase. Yeah. Maybe the first two. After that, no. So like, this is yeah. my... I like it. You should read it. You probably don't have to read it again. Because what else have I given a seven? Light of the Jedi. Test the Courage. Tempest Runner, Midnight Horizon. Midnight Horizon. Yeah. These are ones I've not, I've not gone back to and I've not talked Weapon about. Weapon of the Jedi too. About it's the small Luke right? book. That was a small mm. Luke book. Yeah. So yeah, like, that was a good one too. Like those, I, I definitely think people should read them. I don't mm. think you need to have them on your shelf or go back to them every year or something like that. Yeah. You just just read them for the Star Wars content. Oh yeah. Because in each case, kind of like what you're saying, they're great reinforcements of the character. Yeah. yeah, not necessarily like you need to hear them over and over and over again, but they all add to the characters who are in them. Of exactly, like, these are no Thrawns, these are no Tarkins, but like you should, yes, yeah. you should read them. If you They're like, not, if you're yeah. a fan of Han and Leia and their relationship, go read this book. Yeah, a hundred percent. Oh, this is this is the minorest. I forgot to mention this when we were doing the discussion. This is the vi- minorest critique, but this book also made me go more on Ed's side that Padme is the superior one. Because I've always been kind of 50-50. But man, at least Padme knows how to turn the politician off when she's with yeah. Anakin. <laughs> and that 100%. is because that is Leia's big struggle here. And I mean, you know, different times. Well, hang on, stuff. hang on. She doesn't completely turn it off. She just knows how to push it to the side yeah. Yes, yeah. for her partner. Because mm-hmm. we we got that in uh, Brotherhood. 
Yeah, when exactly. Pad, exactly when Padme and Anakin are doing their little date thing, and she's seeing, mm-hmm. like, and he's noticing, like she's seeing all these people that need help and do all this stuff, but she's tactful enough to be like, not the time. Like, mention yeah. it, but I'm not gonna make it the so. Oh, it's, I've seen it now, so got to do something about it. It's like, no, yeah. I'm no fucking everybody's hero kind of thing. And then seeing seeing her shift that that compassion for the people to Anakin to be like, look, I got you this thing that is like a desert food and definitely not a falafel. Or sorry, not a shawarma. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not shawarma. Um, but seeing that, right? Like, it's it's a little... It's a minor, minor, minor thing, and I'm not knocking on uh, Princess and the Scoundrel for not including it, but it was just a thing where it's like, oh, this is, you know... Where Leia's, Leia's mom had a little bit more of a handle on, on shifting between her stances. Yeah, and I think that's just because she was... She grew up in a time where the Senate gave her that ability to oh, be like to point. really express herself, mm-hmm. whereas Leia's only had like the Imperial Senate mm-hmm. and trying to fight for people with no voice, and that's just she's been doing it so long now. It's that is Leia, mm-hmm. so it's yeah, like no matter what, like I you see her struggling it with this in this one to the point where she's like I can't fucking can't like I've been doing mm-hmm. this since I was a kid. What, yeah. what am I gonna do? It's like tell Han turn off the scoundrel. He's had to do it since he was a kid, right? So, like, two different eras, two are. very different. I think it shows what growing up in an empire regime is like and what growing up in a republic is like mm-hmm. at that point. So, I'm always going to love Padme more. <laughs> I but, mean, you, yeah, you, you, yeah, you and Padme. But I can appreciate oh, I what, what Leia is and mm-hmm. the world that made her. Yeah. I don't, I don't dislike her for it. I just dislike the fact that it had to have her like that. Mm. And and also the fact that my moth was above her. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck my moth. I I always forget about her. That somebody dragged. She's in Cassian. Don't you can't forget about her. Yeah. I know. And it's gonna be dude. good. It's gonna be good though. At yeah, least she won't be Leia around. In you know what the best part is. Cassian's just gonna tell her to fuck off or something and go do his own Probably. thing, like Poe did mm. to that other purple one. And I'm gonna be like, yes, <laughs> there you go. And he's probably gonna be just as successful. I hope. So my rating, mm. it's right yeah, in between say. with Pat with Padawan actually. So six point five. Okay. I would have given it maybe a seven if it what? weren't for the slow start, very quick rising action climax, and then like coming back down. Mm. I would say. That and the Halcyon Legacy, just for, yeah, just ju- just because it feels so shoehorned, not shoehorned, yeah. but it's just like, did we it's really such, it's need such an overt? Yeah, like just it's it's the it's the fact that the hotel itself is so goddamn expensive. Mm. I don't really want to go to it, whether it was expensive or not. But if you're gonna create an experience for Star Wars fans that they can enjoy and feel good about. You don't bleed them dry for it. <laughs> yeah. But but then again, look at the Saber and the Holocron prices, right? I mean, it kind of makes sense. I mean, the Saber but... and Holocron prices, they're... Those are reasonable, though. Like, if you either you're a kid who's saving up for them or you've got enough disposable income... But yeah, like, when you, yeah, when you yeah. go to it's the not park, a degree just as this. you're not buying, yeah. like, six lightsabers. You're buying one yeah, that you're yeah. creating, and you're buying a Holocron to go with your lightsaber crystal. There are people yeah. that are going to go and collect all the crystals and all the different things. Obviously, that's if just you're how well people off are. to do it. Go ahead, right? That's, I feel like yeah, it, you yeah, know well, YouTubers that do that's it. That's not right? the, that's not the majority. No, you, you yeah, just go no, and enjoy it for yeah. your first time and enjoy, it, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, you're right. It's not the same price as six thousand for a freaking hotel room. Yeah, and then but, more for a drink. 
Are you kidding yeah. me? Oh my goodness. Oh, high, high hundreds for a lightsaber is still a little high. Well, for a holocron, I mean, actually. It's still a little high for holocron, me. Holocron, yes. Yeah. Lightsabers, a normal... Lightsaber, I can see. A Borsa yeah. lightsaber is like 350. Well, especially because they, they they've got that you know the screw in for the blade technology. Yeah. Like if it was if it was the old school where the blade came attached, I'd be like. Ah, I mean, we're getting right that. Yeah, we're getting that new technology yeah. where you can light it up and it like extends out. Yeah, you, yeah. That, that one. That, that one. is legit cool. Wait, that what? Yeah. Did you yeah. not see that? There was a on I think a Disney uh, call they did about a year and a half ago. They showed the new lightsaber ignition technology where like you can literally like have a lightsaber out and it's just the handle. And then yeah. you turn the activator on, and then it extends, lit up. Yeah, yeah but it's not like the fold thing, yeah. right? It basically, no, it, it, it like unfurls from inside the lightsaber yeah. to make the fold. It's a, it's a full it's blade. Still, yeah, I think they're still, I, this is just like rumors, but they're still trying to like nail it down, how to make it so it doesn't like collapse or it's still sturdy. Yeah, it, uh, it, it, it looks really it, cool. Yeah. Yeah, but you won't. I remember those ones as a kid, and I was fucking pissed with those. I hate those things. Yeah, exactly. So it's not going to be that. It's going to be one solid thing. It's the Imagineering team that came up with it. I'm like, yes, finally, we're getting some good stuff. And if they get that, and they're like 250, I'm like, yeah. So 250, I'd be surprised, but I would be exactly surprised that it's that low. I'd be like, yo, you sure? Not first, it'll be like three, four, five hundred dollars. I would it assume because it's a new technology. I'm not gonna get one right away, but fuck that. Yeah. Like those if are the things that you you still don't want to bat around, but you'd be like, hey, this would be cool. <laughs> yeah, to do yeah, Like a right. bunch of like you're outside and doing some VFX things or whatever. Yeah. If yeah. you're like, that brave, the price of a PlayStation <laughs> Five, nah, that's a bit out of my price range. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, like you're right. At first, it'll be that, and then if it comes down, I'm all for it. Yeah, but either yeah. way, like yeah. Disney stuff. We got a little bit off topic there. Uh, you know, the horribly overpriced. Blame the Halcyon Legacy. Yeah, exactly. 100%. I never thought I'd be the one to have this much fun with it. <laughs> I, I thought I thought I'd all, I thought I'd still be somewhere in the middle ground. That's but but then it's Han and Leia. So I was like, yeah, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was, it was surprisingly good. Um, but I think that about wraps up what we have to say about Princess and the Scoundrels. So without any further ado, let's get into the outro. Welcome to the end of this week's episode. As always, if you've stuck around this long, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. As we promised at the top, we're going to tell you about next episode, and that is going to be a comic. We're swapping to some of the last Phase 1 High Republic stuff. That the last. Got. Oh, it is the last It is last the last. true okay. last, because we kept on saying, this is the last one, and then we get, like, Volume 2 of Edge of Balance, yeah. and we're like, oh, wait, we have this one next, too. <laughs> this is the true so this end. Is, yeah, true, true, final, final. Ending. This is our. This is this ending. is the High Republic Phase One's final form. Yes, the High Republic Eye of the Storm. So we're gonna learn some more about Martian. Maybe figure out why he's such a madman. We'll see why he stole a Dark Eldar helmet from Warhammer. We'll see. It'll be a, a lot of interesting stuff. Who knows uh, what we'll think of this one? Uh, if you've read Eye of the Storm, you've got some opinions on it, or if you've got your own about yeah. I Prince forgot this was the one that I read thinking yeah. you were going to read. I was like, no, it's yeah, yeah, like, oh, great. shit. Okay, yeah. yeah, no, this one's great. I can't wait. Ooh, that's good. I'm yeah. No, it's fucking weird. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, so excited. That sounds like, that sounds like Marquion Marquion Row. Oh, Jesus. Um, but yeah, if you've got your own opinions on this comic and you'd like to hear us talk about them on the episode or 
anything about Princess and the Scoundrel, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Dan, you mind telling the listeners how they can get a hold of us? Yeah, you can find us over at voiceoftheforce.com. That's voiceoftheforce.com. You can find our episode posts, listen to it right in your browser with the SoundCloud embedded link. You can also find our Contact Us page there and submit a Contact Us form. You can also find our About Us section and our shop there if you want to buy some merchandise to support the show. And you can email us at connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T, at voiceoftheforce.com. Again, that's connect at voiceoftheforce.com. You can find us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at voiceforcepod. Again, it's at voiceforcepod. If you retweet, repost, or share on your stories our new episode tweets, posts, or story posts, it does help with growing the listener base and sharing the word about the podcast and bringing more voices and opinions into our purview to maybe change our view on something or find that there's other viewpoints on different things that we might also agree with that we didn't think about or perspectives mm-hmm. all about your perspective from a certain point of view exactly and it is very much appreciated if you do that listen rate review follow or subscribe to the podcast on apple podcasts google podcasts soundcloud spotify amazon music audible and all major podcast platforms reviewing us with five stars at a comment helps with growing the podcast visibility on those platforms. And if you follow or subscribe for free, you'll get the latest episode downloaded to your device. So you don't have to use your data on the road to listen to this episode as soon as it releases. The one thing I will say as well, don't forget, if you haven't used Audible yet, go to audibletrial.com slash voiceforcepod to get your free trial, your free credit. And if you're a Prime member, two free credits, get your audiobook that you would love. Thank you, Dan. And remember, since we're talking about money at the end of this, until it's a reasonable same price, there is no good reason to stay at the Halcyon Legacy. Good night, everybody. Good night.